Welcome to Take Your Lead Podcast with Mzwandele Makakula, a podcast that seeks to empower you to take charge over your personal growth, development, as well as your emotional well-being. Welcome back to Take Your Lead Podcast. It's always a great joy and honor to be able to enjoy a time of leadership growth together with you. I'm really so glad that I form part of a community of leaders who are intentional, purposeful about their growth. And oftentimes as leaders, I think one of the things I've recently learned is how your personal habits as the leader have a direct bearing on your leadership and the people that you lead. Oftentimes we tend to think that our personal uh, leadership is isolated from our public leadership, which is definitely not true. Your private leadership, personal leadership has a direct bearing in terms of how you lead others, in terms of how you show up, in terms of, for example, take um, self-discipline. It's one of the key factors that if as a leader you're not disciplined in your personal space, you're definitely not going to be disciplined in the public domain and how you show up and how when certain things need to be done, if you're not committed at a personal level, Uh, If you're not committed to personal growth, improvement, um, tenacity, all these different soft skills that at a personal scale, uh, for example, if you're untidy as a leader at a personal scale, it's definitely going to show in terms of how you lead and the people that you lead. And I'm saying this to speak to how as a leader, your leadership becomes extremely important. Never underestimate your personal leadership. Because it, 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 it does, it does show up either in your parenting, in your relationships, in your thinking, in your planning, in your building. Uh, there's quite a lot of things that if we don't deal with, uh, which are secret and internal, they just have a way of creeping up externally. I'm reminded of the Titanic, I think it's 1912, one of the biggest ships to be built, beautiful ship. If you watch the movie, it's a beautiful love story that you see, the beautiful uh, architect architecture done there, the different rooms. It's just a state-of-the-art ship, so beautiful. And it was built, and I remember, I think, uh, the owner even saying that even God himself will never be able to ship the sink interesting statement, which I won't talk to. But it is said that um, the operator at the time was called about four times to inform them and give them an awareness of um, the icebergs that were ahead of them. And the fourth time, which was the last time they spoke to him, he said, just shut up. Don't worry. I got this. We're good. And that was the last time they spoke to him. What happened after that is the tragedy that we tragedy that we uh, all have come to learn of of how it hit straight into the iceberg and broke into pieces. What happened? They overestimated or underestimated rather by overlooking what they saw on top, because oftentimes what we see above the surface, there's quite a lot that is beneath the surface that is not visible to our naked eye. Why am I saying this? I'm saying this because as a leader, if what is above 
is bigger than what's beneath, you definitely gonna sink. Your character, you need depth of character as a leader. There's a depth of character that you need to possess. There's a depth of character that you definitely need to possess. And character has a lot to do with what you do in secret as a leader. And if what you do in secret is not congruent to who you are in public, it's just a matter of time before it crumbles and falls. So as a leader, it's extremely important for you to ensure that you are building a strong foundation. There are four things which are very key and very important that as a leader, you need to ensure that they are built strong. And we'll conclude with the last big idea, which speaks of social awareness. And I'm saying this to help us as leaders to really understand that our personal habits, our personal leadership and certain things that we are inform how we show up. If you are insecure as a leader internally, it's just a matter of time before you will be insecure in terms of how you share and give compliments, take credit, trust people. And if you are a suspicious person naturally, you'll always be suspicious of everything and everyone around you. And that's where we'll talk to social awareness. So I spoke about the iceberg as to how what you see above is a small fraction of the depth and the big part that is beneath what you can see. And there are four things which I really want to double click on, which every leader needs to take care of to ensure that there's a balance between what's above and what's beneath. And the four things that are the bedrock of your leadership, which help you to be stable, firm, and secure as a leader, which I mentioned firstly is self-discipline. As a leader, you need to be self-disciplined. What is self-discipline? When you talk about self-discipline, you talk about the ability to do what is right, even if you don't feel like it. As a leader, I recently uh, coined this uh, term or this quote as to how leadership transcends emotion. As leaders, we don't do things because we feel like doing them. Imagine if we would only do things because we feel like doing them. A lot of things would never, ever get done. So a leader doesn't do uh, things because they feel like doing them. I love what NBA great uh, Jerry West uh, commented. You can't get too much done in life if you only work on the days when you feel good. So as a leader, you definitely can't get a lot done if you only work on days where you feel good because leadership transcends feelings and that's where self-discipline comes in. I experience this a lot in my life when I have to go jogging in the morning and I feel so tired and I feel like not waking up and I feel like not dressing up. I feel like not going. I feel like making an excuse and just just, just skipping a day, but I did it yesterday. But that's where self-discipline kicks in knowing that I don't have to feel like doing it as long as I know it's right and it's part of my plan of growth and will do it in regardless of the fact that I don't feel like it. So as a leader, begin to develop this muscle because it will help you to ensure that you've got depth in your leadership. The second part of what goes beneath the iceberg are your core values as a leader. What are your core values as a leader? What are some of the principles that you live by? that enable you to take a moral stance. As a leader, you need to be aware of 
your core values? What are these far these things that you believe in? What are the values uh, around which your life is centered? These serve as the the pegs. If if we're using an analogy of a tent, uh, your values become the pegs that keep the tent grounded, so that when the wind comes or the storms come, you know that your tent is safe. It's grounded. It's grounded. So your values become those pegs that help you to ensure that you're not blown and tossed to and fro by all the pressures and temptations that come with leadership. Begin to center your life around your values. And there's a podcast episode we'll be doing soon as well. We will begin to look at how to begin to formulate your values, your vision statement, your mission at a personal level that will begin to translate in terms of what you do. So firstly, it's self-discipline. Secondly, are your core values. Thirdly, is your sense of identity. As a leader, you need to have a strong sense of identity. What is this? What am I talking to when I speak of a strong sense of identity? This is a realistic self-image based on your gifts and personality. Ask yourself as a leader, am I realistic in terms of how I see myself? Am I realistic in terms of the gifts that I have, the personality and the persona that I possess? You need to be realistic as a leader. Ask yourself, the person in the mirror, who is this person? Get to know yourself. I think as a leader, because the more you know of yourself and the more you know yourself, the less you will have to role play. You won't have to pretend to be someone you are not because you know who you are. You operate in your strength zone. You operate in your gifted zone. And there's no need for you to feel pressure. There's no need for you to crumble. There's no need for you to 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 to, to be blown and tossed to and fro because you know your gifts. If you are requested to do something, you don't have to now um, find yourself underperforming because you're not gifted for you. You are operating within your sense of identity. So firstly, as a leader, you need to ensure that you've got a strong character, as we mentioned, which is the bedrock of leadership. This is what is beneath the surface. And part of what contributes to that is self-discipline, your core values, your sense of identity. And lastly, uh, within the character formation, before we jump into uh, the big idea, which I would like to conclude this episode on, um, is having emotional security, having emotional security. As a leader, what is emotional security? Emotional security speaks of having the capacity to be emotionally stable and consistent. Consistency is extremely important in leadership. You have to be consistent in your emotions as a leader. You can't afford to be a leader who is not consistent. Be consistent in terms of how you regulate your emotions. You can't. You can't. Just be consistent. Because how do you, maybe one would ask the question, how uh, how does one begin to uh, formulate consistency or growing consistency in their emotions. And thanks for that question. There's an amazing podcast episode I did earlier on on emotional intelligence. I encourage you to go back and backtrack a bit. It will empower you to begin to grow in emotional intelligence and ensuring that you're taking care of your emotional well-being and that you are consistent. There's nothing as painful as serving with a leader or around a leader who's not consistent in their emotions because you're not too sure how to approach them. They might be emotionally happy today they might be emotionally drained and however they regulate those emotions as a direct bearing on how they show up. So ensure that as a leader, you've taken care of these four 
tenets. And I hope that adds value to you as a podcast family. Let me now begin to put this together and package this. So as a leader, I mentioned how your habits have a direct bearing on how and what you do. And one of the things that is in my heart for us to really tear through and dig in for us as leaders is becoming aware. Firstly, part of the first part I did is more self-awareness, which is very key for every leader to have because that's the difference between success and failure. That's the difference between who you attract and who you repel. Being aware. I think one of the greatest gifts and tools that any leader needs to possess is self-awareness. And after you've dealt with self-awareness, you then translate to social awareness. And I've seen this a lot where you have a lot of leaders who are self-aware and growing in self-awareness and doing a lot of exercises and investing and becoming more self-aware, which is extremely good and extremely important. However, there's a layer as well that we also should not ignore, and that's social awareness. What is social awareness? Social awareness is the ability to comprehend and appropriately react to both broad problems of society and interpersonal struggles. And that's why I started off with personal uh, awareness or self-awareness. Because once you've dealt with your self-awareness, it's a bit easier for you to see the next person. And this is where, because oftentimes we don't see things as they are. We see them as we are. I think it was Steve Covey uh, who spoke to this in uh, one of his books. Uh, We don't see things as they are. We see them as we are. So once you know how you are and how you see yourself, you'll then begin to see how your lens uh, helps you view the next person. So becoming or being socially aware involves being aware of your environment, understanding what's around you, as well as being able to accurately interpret the emotions of the people with whom you interact. So it's extremely important for you to understand the emotions of the people with whom you interact, understand where they are. Those four um, 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 character traits I spoke of, self-discipline, uh, your core values, your, your, your showing up, which is extremely important, your emotional stability. That's extremely important for every leader to have and be aware even in the life of the next person. And part of how we do this is recognizing the impact that as a leader, your words have on the people that you lead. And I will share four key ways that you can become more socially aware and apply this in a practical manner. Because part of the things we try to do as Take Your Lead podcast is to make it as practical as we can so that you can take these principles and apply it in your context of leadership. A few questions that I would encourage you to ask yourself, just quick one that in every space you find yourself as a leader, when entering a room, ask yourself, why am I here? Why am I here? This is extremely important because it helps you to size up the room so that you're able to understand your why. Because if you deal with the why, there's an amazing book I'm currently reading from Simon Sinek, starting with the why or leading with the why. And that's important for you to also understand why am I here? Because the why will inform the how and the what. Ask yourself, what is my position? What is my position in this room? This gives you maturity. What is maturity? It is the ability to see another person's perspective and point of view. 
So when you understand why you are in a room, you begin to have a certain advantage of being able to be your best self and your truest self wherever you are. So four things that will help you or four ways you can become more self, not self-aware only, but socially aware. I spoke about how your words have a great impact. As a leader, I always say this, everything that we do as leaders is exaggerated. The words that we use have a great punch. So you need to be very careful in social settings of the words that you use. How do you do this? Number one, say it to yourself internally first. As a leader, when you're going to be saying something in a social setting, think before you react. Our amakadalas are at work when we feel threatened or confused, and oftentimes they kick into flight or fight hormone without a conscious thought. And this is how oftentimes we dodge either baseballs or if a bird is coming uh, towards you, automatically your reflex is to just duck. And that's how we do that. So as a leader, it's very important for you to be aware of, say something to yourself first. Before you say something externally, just this helps you to begin to check how it will land. And, and and this social emotional competency for this is called perspective taking. This is where you are able to speak to yourself silently and imagine what your words will do to the people or the person who is listening. And this happens when you pause to consider others' viewpoints and then consider how your viewpoint will impact theirs. So what do you do? Firstly, say it to yourself internally first before you say it externally. Secondly, Count before you say it aloud. And I found this helpful a lot. Once you silently think about what you're going to say in your head, it's best to count, maybe count even to five before you say something. One, two, three, four, five. In fact, you can even take it up to 10 internally. This helps you to just begin to gather your thoughts. It gives you time to empathize with the person to whom you're speaking. And, and, and this is something I strongly believe that a lot of leaders need to learn. And it helps you to deal with not being impulsive, especially in the world of social media, where there's quite a lot of impulsivity going on. So it's very important for you as a leader to count, to count. Uh, there's a wise proverb that says, when you feel emotions mounting, it is the time you must start counting. So when you feel emotions rising inside of you, begin to count because it's just a matter of time before you explode. So firstly, say to yourself internally. Secondly, count before you say it aloud. And then thirdly, seek to understand. I think it's also Stephen Covey who spoke about this in here, the seven uh, if, uh, habits of highly effective people. Seek to understand before being understood. And I know this is counterintuitive because human nature tends to guard, to excuse, and to defend one's behavior or words. And when we attempt to understand more fully why a person may have said what they say, we position ourselves to show respect and even honor. Unfortunately, this is rare. And oftentimes I felt that most people exercise, one of the biggest exercises we are faced with, because a lot of people who are exercising these days, but not at gym, their exercise is jumping into conclusions and running off at their mouth. So seek to understand. Ask yourself, how is this person actually feeling? This is you empathizing and sympathizing, putting yourself in the shoes of the next person. Lastly, as I mentioned, it's learning to size up the room ahead of time, being able to figure out who is in the room. As I mentioned, the quickest way to practice social awareness is to enter into a room and evaluate who's in it. And this is where you're able to show honor 
to the people who are in the room. Never want, there's a beautiful passage of scripture in the word of God, which teaches us of the person who came and sat at the master's table and sat at the head and was moved from the head uh, seat because he had not earned it. There were people of higher rank and stature. So always observe social protocol, who's here. And you would rather humble yourself and be lifted up rather than humbling yourself and or rather lifting, exalting yourself and being humbled. So always ask yourself, who's in the room? Is it a diverse group of people? What are they feeling right now? Do you know anyone who's just experienced a setback in this context of my leadership? And this big picture thinking empowers you as a leader to respond more intelligently when comments are made by others. At least in that moment, you become aware of the circumstances around you. So what am I saying to us as leaders? We need to be socially aware. We need to be socially aware. And by practicing these four principles that I've mentioned, you are better positioned to interpret the emotions of the people with whom you interact and embody competencies of healthy social and emotional learning, being socially sensitive, having social insight, uh, being uh, more cognizant of your social communication, having the ability to interact appropriately with others, and you are able to solve problems and help others solve problems. I love what Nat once said, that awareness is like the sun. When it shines on things, they are transformed. Isn't that so true though? As you become more self-aware, you will be able to lead better as a leader. Because as I mentioned, uh, when we started this podcast episode, your base or the depth of your leadership will inform the height of your leadership. Thank you so much for being part of this episode and I'm glad that you've stuck through till the end and I hope it's added value to you and that you've grown to become more self-aware as a leader and have also will begin to also apply these principles of being more socially aware. Till we meet again at the next episode, remember to please download the episode notes, which are a great tool for application. If you consume the content with a group or a team, you're a leader, share it with them. And there are questions that we curate, which will enable you to help the content to stick. Wherever you con consume the content, please do leave us a review rating. We truly appreciate us. It helps us reach more leaders and it helps us also to do better in terms of serving you. It is a great joy to be able to be part of a community that continues to invest in their growth. Till we meet again in our next episode, let's change the world one individual at a time and ensure that we are taking our lead. God bless. Well, thank you for joining us on Take Your Lead Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you can get new episodes delivered directly to your device as soon as we release the new episode. And for show notes on today's episode and on previous episodes, just go to www.nzwandilemakakula.com. And if you're a fan of the show, we would love it if you'd give us a review and help us spread the word. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on Take Your Lead Podcast.